All right. Uh, good good evening, everyone. I want to welcome us back to uh, what feast. Uh, want to thank God for our life. Uh, for those of us who are following, want to thank us greatly. And I believe strongly that uh, one way or the other, God has blessed our hearts. We've learned one thing or the other. And uh, more than this, I believe strongly that we've been able to apply some of the things the Holy Spirit has pointed out to us in each of these uh, previous sessions. And uh, I trust God and I believe God for uh, more instructions, for more revelations in His Word. In the name of Jesus, I shall we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you once again for an opportunity to look into your Word. We are sweet Holy Spirit. You are the teacher of all teachers. You are the great revelator. Please, tonight in your Word, come and reveal the person of Christ to us. Come and reveal the person of God, the Father, to us. In the name of Jesus, and cause us to attain to the full stature of Christ by reason of these revelations. In the name of Jesus, cause us, O God, to be changed, to be transformed. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Uh, once again, I want to welcome us. Uh, this month, we'll be looking at uh, the book of Hosea, and the focus, uh, of course, will be. Uh, the book of Osea, where we'll be looking at the life of a man called Osea, uh, what God did through him, and why God did what he did through him at that particular point in time. And I believe strongly that as, as we follow this study prayerfully, like I told some of us on the Telegram, on our Telegram platform, as we follow this study uh, prayerfully, I believe God strongly for a change in our work with God. I believe God strongly for a change in our Christian work, in our fellowship with God, in the name of Jesus. Okay, so I'm going to start um, from the book of Hosea, chapter 1, verse 1. Uh, I trust that the, uh, the Holy Spirit will grant us utterance and will help us. As far as we can go tonight, we would, we would go. But the most important thing for us to uh, learn and glean from the lessons, allow the Holy Spirit to point out certain things to us as we go on in this study. Okay, verse 1 says, The word of the Lord that came to Hosea, the son of Berai, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Ezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. And the first thing we saw in this verse uh, was, the opening uh, ground, okay, what happened at that point was that the word of God came to Hosea, okay. Of course, we must understand that when the word of God comes to a man, it is to fulfill, to accomplish a particular task. It's to fulfill a particular purpose because when God sent his word, he will definitely fulfill whatever purpose uh, it was sent for. It will never return to God void, okay? So when the word of God comes to a man, it is for a reason. But the, but the point or the question we, we, we are to ask ourselves tonight is why was the word of the Lord sent, okay, to Hosea at that particular point in time? And as I was going through this verse one, the Holy Spirit uh, drew my attention to the fact that God didn't just talk about Uzziah uh, in the, this introductory part, okay? But God also took time out to mention certain personalities that were also uh, uh, available on ground at the, this time that the word of God was coming to Uzziah. And uh, I believe strongly that it's not a mistake. God could have just gone straight to 
verse 3 or verse 2 without mentioning these other personalities that has to do with the kings that ruled in Judah, in Israel at that particular point in time. God went for ahead to tell us that when the word of God came to Uzziah, at that particular point in time, we had certain people ruling, and one of them uh, was Uzziah, another was Jotham, another was Ahaz, another was Ezekiah, and so on and so forth. Even we, he mentioned Jeroboam, the son of Doash, king of Israel, telling us that uh, if we must understand why the word of God came at that particular point in time, if we must understand the issue that word came to address, we must understand the happenings or the circumstances so that surround uh, these people. We must understand the pattern that was on ground. We must understand the pattern that the word of God came to address. Okay, if we must uh, uh, appreciate to the fullest the, uh, the essence why the word was sent. And if we must understand uh, the full import, okay, we must appreciate the full import of, of, of the word and that and uh, briefly we are just going to look at one of these personalities these characters for us to understand what was on ground at that particular point in time and uh, one of the characters that we'll be looking at is Uzziah King Uzziah and to do that we'll be looking at uh, the book of Second Chronicles chapter 26 okay I'm going to read uh, a few verses from this passage and I trust the Holy Spirit to uh, draw out some lessons for us that we can actually wrong with and also will help us in our Christian journey. Now, Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 1. It says, Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. Now, I want us to pay attention to some of these things that have been said. said. Now all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, God told us, even his age. That means, uh, first, it was the people of Judah that appointed him. God wasn't involved in the process. I mean, they neglected God. They refused to acknowledge God in that process. And with all their intelligence, with all their understanding, with all their reasoning, the best they could take at that point in time was a 16-year-old uh, boy to rule the whole people in Judah at that particular point in time. Okay? Now, uh, there's nothing wrong with the 16-year-old uh, ruling, okay? But the major problem that uh, I first pointed out there was uh, the fact that the people, all the people took Uzziah and said, okay, they appointed him. You, come and rule over us. Verse 2 says, he built Elat. Now, talking about Uzziah now, Okay, having talked about how he was appointed, he was enthroned. Okay, he built a lot and restored it to Judah after the king rested with his fathers. After the king rested with his fathers. Now we saw how he was appointed. The people took him. They appointed him as king over them, ignoring, okay, uh, the counsel of God over the land at that particular point in time. And that was one of even one of the issues that the word of the Lord came to address at that particular point in time. That whenever decisions were to be made, most especially by the people of God, He expects us to evolve. And that's why the word of God is in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, that we should acknowledge Him in all our ways. We should not lean on our own understanding. Why? Because the, even the foolishness of God is wiser than the highest class of wisdom of men. Okay, that when God decides to be foolish, 
Okay, that is foolish decision. That is foolish instructions to you would have been the best thing that could have happened to you as an individual. When God says sit down, even when you think the best thing for you to do at that particular point is to stand up, uh, even though his instructions to you might look foolish, I mean, the best thing for you at that particular point uh, to do is to obey that is seemingly foolish instructions because God watches over every of his word to fulfill it. When he sees obedience in a place, then he's there to make, to fulfill, to, to fulfill, uh, to, 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 to endorse the obedience to his word uh, by proving himself strong in that case, in that scenario, in that, in, 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 in whatsoever situation that, uh, uh, that, that, that is being involved with. Okay, verse, but verse 3 now says, Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jekuliah of Jerusalem. Now I'm going to go straight to verse 5. He says, He sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. Okay, and uh, I, at this point I was afraid because it meant uh, there was a point in his life when he stopped seeking God. But God says that as long as he sought him, as long as he made inquiries, okay, he inquired of the Lord concerning every affairs of his life, of, 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 of the land. As long as he acknowledged God, as long as he refused to lean on his understanding, he prospered. Okay, as long as he refused to to exalt his own capacity, his own reason, his own wisdom, his own skill above the instructions of God, he prospered. Now, verse says, Now, when he went, now he went out and made war against the Philistines and broke the wall of Gath, the wall of Japne, and the wall of Ashdod, and he built cities around Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabians who lived in Gobal, and against the Munites, also the Ammonites. Okay, brought tribute to Uzziah. His fame spread as as far as the entrance of Egypt, for he became exceedingly strong. We could see. Because God helped him as long as he sought God, as long as he uh, honored God, he referenced God, he, as long as he refused to sideline God. You know, so many of us, um, we, we, we see ourselves, we are so, so intelligent that we do not see the need to seek for God, okay, uh, in heavy affairs of our lives, okay. But we saw it as long as he sought God, God made him to break boundaries. God made him to break barriers, okay? Just conquering and conquering, okay? And winning battles and, 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 and I mean, get, uh, getting victories and all that. You know, left, right, to the center, everywhere, okay? His fame went abroad. Verse 9 says, And Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem, okay? At the corner gates, at the valley gates, and at the corner buttress of the wall. Then he fortified them. Also, he built towers in the desert. He dug many wells, talking about his achievement, for he had much livestock, both in the lowland and in the plains. He also had farmers and vine dressers in the mountains and in the camel, for he loved the soil. Now, looking at what God has done through him, uh, just by uh, seeking God and acknowledging and recognizing God in every affairs of his life. Now, going straight to verse 15, now jumping some verses just to uh, pick out certain things that we could learn from. 
and he made devices in Jerusalem, verse 15, invented by skillful men to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and large stones. So his fame spread far and wide, for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. He invented devices, and some other versions say he invented engines. Okay, it does not matter where you find yourself, whatever capacity you find yourself, God is able to do exceedingly above all we could ask or think, according to the power that is at work in us. So long we do not neglect that indwelling power, that indwelling capacity, that indwelling presence. For as long as he sought God, God helped him. He prospered. He became strong because he was marvelously helped, helped of God. But, in verse 16, we saw a but. Okay? He said, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. But, but, he got to a point in his life where every of his achievements became something to him. He got to a point in his life where everything, I mean, seeking God never made sense to him anymore. He got to a point in his life where he now took, uh, he now, he now took security in the things that God has blessed him with. He got to a point in his life where he now boasts of his achievements. He got to a point in his life where he, could, he, he no longer seek God anymore. And that was why the word of God came at that point. Because we need to understand what actually was on ground at that particular point in time to understand why the word of God was sent to Zia. So many things were happening at that particular point. And what, uh, one of which was this that we are treating now, looking at the life of Uzia. Because until we understand the pattern of, 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 of things that was, was on ground at that particular point in time, uh, we might not understand for what reason God sent that word. And uh, if we do not understand this, it will be difficult for us to apply some of these things to our life. If we take them out of context. He said, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. He got to a point that he was strong in his heart. He was so confident that, oh, don't worry, I can do it. He's now so bold. He now believed in his own capacity, in his own capability. He now believed in his own skill. He forgot that it was God that gave him those capacity. He forgot that it was God that gave him those achievements. And he began to trespass. He began to trespass. Just like some of us, you know, God has blessed us to a point whereby we are now so familiar with God. We saw that King Uzziah was so familiar with God that he began to do things that he was not supposed to do. He was so familiar with God to the point whereby he was bold enough to go into the temple to burn incense or the altar of incense. He was bold enough to trivialize spiritual things. He was bold enough to, to downplay spirituality. Just like some of us, we are so much blessed, we are so comfortable that we take God for granted. We forgot how God has lifted us up. We forgot so soon. 
We now trust in our riches. We now trust in our achievements. We now trust so much in the chariots, in the comfort that God has given to us. That even some of us, even we forget to pay our tithes as children of God. We forgot how God has brought us to that point. We say, God, oh, God understand. You know, I have so many investments that I can't even remember. I mean, it's difficult for me to pay my tithe and all of that. We begin to speak grammar, okay, concerning uh, the things of God. We begin to uh, downplay spiritually. We begin to lose interest. We begin to lose interest in the things of God. We begin to lose interest and lose value for the things of God. We forgot how God brought us to that point. But at this point, we saw in the life of Uzia that when he lifted up his heart against God, when he forgot how God brought him to that point, then he began to go downward towards his destruction. So many of us are asking, why is it that our best days are behind us? Why is it that we are not getting the kind of result we used to get in those days? It's because... Uh, we've forgotten or we forgot God or we forgot the things that we used to do before God brought us to that point. We must not forget how God brought us to that point. We must not be too familiar with God. We must not be too familiar with God. I say, oh, God understand. Oh, I mean, I don't feel like going to church. You are so, so comfortable. Um, I mean, yeah, your, 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 the, the blessings that God has blessed you with has now become a curse. Okay, it has now become an hindrance to you. It has now stopped you from even serving God the way you used to serve Him. Whereas before God lifted you up to that point, okay, you were vibrant for Him. You were on fire for Him. Okay, you were up and doing for Him. You never missed your quiet time. You never missed your place of fellowship, the place of the Word with God. But now that you are comfortable, now that God has opened doors for you, now that contracts are coming in, now that our favor is coming left and right, okay, you now forgot God. You now forgot God. Okay, and, and the same way the word of God came to Hosea at that time, I believe strongly that his word is coming to us again, to certain persons that <laughs> don't forget God. Now that God has raised you up, now that God has blessed you, now that God has made the way for you, wherever you might be, don't forget God. You might not even be there yet. You are still trusting God. Uh, but God is saying that when you get to that position, when I elevate you, don't forget me. Don't forget how you used to spend time before me. Don't forget how you used to dance in my presence. And that was one of the secret to the sustenance of the reign of King David. Even when David was made king, he forgot about the honor. He forgot about the people and he danced like a baby before the people. For you to know how well he danced, for you to know how less concerned he was about the people, his wife said, "Uh -uh, are you not ashamed looking at you as a king? I'm just for us to know that God doesn't want us to forget about how we started with him, even when he has lifted us up. God shut the womb of that woman. God shut her womb. Don't forget God when God lifts you up. 
If God has lifted you up now and you are treading the path of destruction by forgetting how he has lifted you up, by forgetting what he has done for you, by forgetting the ancient landmark, the principles, the instructions he gave to you, go back now. Do not forget your first love. And that was why he told some of us that uh, I believe strongly God is going to be lifting certain persons. But when he does, when, when he lifts us, we must not forget him. We must not lift up our heart against him. We must not see it as, oh, it is my power. It is because I'm intelligent. It is because I'm skillful. Oh, it's because I know how to do it. We should not be so proud that every other person does not even know how to do it before you, I mean, around you. And that also happened to King Uzziah. He does not see the importance of the priests anymore as much as they were around. It, it, it is something priests in, in the land at that particular point in time. But he does not see, they, he saw them as, oh, they are not so important. Because God has lifted him up, he lifted his heart up against God, and he saw himself as the best person that could actually offer incense. We must be careful when God blesses us. We must be careful when God lifts us up. Another thing that we will talk about, the last, which is going to be the last thing I'm going to be talking about tonight because of time, uh, is uh, looking at the book, uh, looking at uh, the, 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 the uh, subsequent verse, which says, in verse 17, which says, So Azariah the priest went in after him, and with him were 80 priests of the Lord. Can you say 80 priests of the Lord, valiant men. And they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the sons of Aaron, who are consecrated to burn incense. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have trespassed. Now, looking at correction, okay, you shall have no honor from the Lord God. Now, let's now look at the response of Uzziah when he was confronted, when he was corrected, when he was reprimanded by the priest. Let's look at the reaction, you know, of Uzziah. Verse 19 says, Then Uzziah became furious, and he had a censer in his hand to burn incense. He was furious, like, ah, Am I not the king that have built this, that have invented this, that have gone to battle, have won, and... He became furious, just like so many of us. You are doing the wrong thing. But because you have a little, God has blessed you a little. God has lifted you. Your pastor cannot talk to you anymore. You cannot be corrected anymore. You cannot be disciplined anymore. You cannot be reprimanded anymore. Okay? Because God has blessed you. And you begin to misbehave. And it's so difficult for your, for your the shepherd over you to even correct you. A little correction and you refuse to go to church for months. You are undoing yourself. I mean, you are doing yourself. You are undoing God. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, he shall reap. Uzziah became furious. Instead of him to drop it at that particular point and begin to ask for mercy, just like the case of Saul, he lost it. He was furious. When he still had the opportunity to ask for mercy, he was furious. To, for you to see how proud he has become in his work with God. For you to see how proud he has become in his heart. He could not be corrected anymore. <laughs> and the, this actually is the reason why the word of God came to Uzziah at that particular point in time. Because the same thing was happening in the land. And I believe strongly the word of God is coming now. Because I believe strongly some of us because of the little achievement you've had, okay? Uh, God has blessed you. God has lifted you up. You've experienced little success. 
and your parents cannot even correct you anymore. Even your pastor cannot even say one thing and you begin to question. You now know more than your pastor. Just because God has blessed you with the gift of teaching, you now find it difficult to even listen, to sit down at the ministrations of others. God is warning you. Be careful. Be cautious. Don't be carried away with the little achievement, with the little giftings that God has blessed you. Be careful. Lest you end up like King Uzziah, who end up as a leper. If you continue reading, you saw that immediately when God saw the heart, it was the heart that God, I mean, he didn't become a leper by uh, 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 doing the incense. Okay, he didn't become become a leper by, by offering the incense on the altar of incense. But when God saw the unrepentant heart, yes, you've made a mistake. But God is saying, go back to him. Come back to him. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he's ready to lift you up. Where you are now is the least you could actually experience if you humble yourself before God again. We saw in the story of Uzziah that as long as he sought God, God prospered him. As long as you sought God, as long as you keep seeking God, as long as you will humble yourself before the mighty hand of God, God will keep lifting you up. The sky will not even be your limits, but will be the starting point. Long after King David has died, they still we still talk about him. The king, the nation of Israel, still reference him till today. The throne of David is still there to today. Because of that humble heart, because he chose to submit himself to God, to seek God, to seek God, to submit himself to God. When he made the mistake of sleeping with Uriah's wife and he worshipped man, he said, ah, I'm a dead man. He lied on the floor. And he, he didn't just cry, you know, fear remorse, but even when he became old. And they brought young ladies to come and lie with him. He refused to lie with them because he knew what it is. He knows what it is, okay, by experience, what it means to sleep with another man's wife. So, brethren, I want to encourage us this evening. Let God lift you up. Humble yourself. It does not matter what whatever achievement or blessings you've, God has given to you today. It cannot be compared to the glory that can be that will be revealed in you tomorrow. As long as you keep submitting, God will keep lifting you up. God is inexhaustible. But if you must experience the greater dimensions in God, we must be willing to submit and to unboo ourselves before God. And I pray that as we allow the word of God to break our hearts, as we allow the word of God to take proper roots in our to take its proper place in our heart, that we begin to see visible proofs and manifestations in our work in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you once again for tonight. Thank you for your word that you've sent to us. May your name be exalted in the name of Jesus. We ask for every one of us who you are planning to lift, O oh God. Father, we, we ask for the grace to keep seeking you even when we are blessed by you. The grace to keep doing that which will please you, even when you lift us up. Give unto us in the name of Jesus. We pray for as many who you have blessed, but one way or the other, they are drifting from the path of righteousness. Please, we ask in your mercy, restore them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
Amen. Thank you once again for joining us to this evening. And next week, we'll continue in the study of Hosea, where we look at, go back to the book of Hosea and look at the, the full import of the word of God that came to him. And I believe God for deeper revelations. I believe God for blessings. I believe God for deep insight uh, in Jesus' name. Thank you and God bless you. Amen.